another struggle, another obstacle, another problem. Ain't no telling where I'm about to go. Ain't no telling what I'm about to do. But I don't need you telling me what I need to do or who I need to be. Just let me be free. Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! Good morning, jesters, jestettes, fellow jesterians. Hit the vape. Good morning, Mr. Pickle. I love you. I miss you, man. Keep winning the world. Keep winning the motherfucking world, man. Oh, it's a beautiful day, fellow jesterians. It's a beautiful fucking day, man. It's a great day to be alive. Got some shit happening. Shit's rolling, rolling, rolling. I realized lately that, that I am a firm believer in karma. You reap what you sow. You get back what you put out. There is... You know, I've... I don't... I. Like, I can't pinpoint it. Like, I can't say, well, this is definitely because of this or this. But it just... Everything just seems to be clicking into place lately. Like, my... Our podcast is starting to take off. Uh, Sunshine Botanicals is starting to take off. I stumbled into uh, a deal where now I'm a, I'm a wholesaler for... Uh, Smoke shop type merchandise. So if you need anything like that, hook me up. Look me up, man. I got uh, I got what you need for all your head shop supplies. Vaporizers, glass, wraps, papers, anything, man. Anything you need. I have an entire site that I can send you to to look for what you want. And I will order it. I will get it for you at a wholesale price. It's fucking awesome, man. <clears throat> it's awesome when you just stumble into shit like that. Like, oops, now I have another way to make money. Whoa, whoa. Ha 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 ha. That was weird. You should probably never do that again. I'll do what I want. Fuck you. Ah. <laughs> oh, so it's Monday. Monday the 16th, I do believe. 13th, 14th. Yeah, today's the 16th. And what that means is... Tomorrow is the 17th. Actually, no, what that means is today... I need to reach out to Miss Cat, Mr. Ben's wife... And, uh, see what's going on this month. She'll probably put me off for another month. I hope not, but we'll see. I'm down. I, I got I got all the time in the world. Well, until, until well, she knows what's, what's fixing to happen. Until that happens, I'd much rather have, her on, have him on, them, both of them on, before. But, 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 buddy, but, but. Who knows? Because they're busy people, man. They're fucking... Do you think Einstein was busy? <laughs> I wonder how many interviews Einstein gave. And yes, I'm comparing Mr. Ben Davidson to... What the fuck is Einstein's first name? 
dumbass. I used to know it. I'm sure I still do know it. I just can't bring it up to my from my hard drive currently. So yes, I can because Mr. Ben Davidson has the ability, and he is just as innovative, as intelligent as Mr. Einstein was. He's and it. Fuck yeah and fuck yeah. But in the meantime, we need to deal with the bullshit that's going on in the U.S. government. Which is just running rampant. This is... I don't know if this is just starting to happen or if because I'm now paying attention to it. Or, and it's always been happening. But... Dude, we're being fucking robbed. And just... Debt is slavery, man. Being in debt means you're a slave to the fucking money. I fucking hate money for that simple reason. I wish there was another way. I hate using that word wish. Because if wishes were horses, beggars would ride. It would be nice if there... It would be nice if there was a way where we didn't have to deal with whatever the fuck everybody else is doing. The stupidity of this big fucking COVID lie. And it... It just keeps on growing and growing and growing and nobody's calling bullshit on the bullshit because that's exactly what it is. is bull- Sorry, donkey shit. It's a democratic-led fucking uh, ridiculousness. It's fucking donkey shit. So, it. I wish I knew how to fucking avoid it. Well, I do know how to avoid it. I wish I had the money to avoid it. By that, I mean fucking just go up to where there is nobody. Fucking, you want to stay in the States? Go to Alaska. Go to live in uh, maybe uh, Port Protection. That'd be a nice little place to live. Except I'm not a big fan of boats, man. I get sick on the water. So I don't think... We'd have to go maybe with like... uh, the last Alaska, the last frontier people, man. <laughs> Homer, Alaska. I'm much more comfortable on a farm than I am on a boat. <laughs> I know what needs to be done on a farm. I don't know what needs to be done on a boat. And I get sick on a boat. I don't get sick on a farm. So why the fuck would I want to be on a boat? Fuck a boat. I wish. I wish. I wish again. Again again with a fucking word. Shut up with that bullshit. Motion sickness, man. <laughs> let's uh let's dive right into the UFC now. Let's see what the fuck NPR is trying to sell us today. Afghanistan has fallen. The Taliban are now in control. The airport in Kabul is a mob scene. Hundreds, maybe even thousands of Afghans are trying to get out from there. Yesterday, President Ashraf Ghani fled 
Helicopters flew diplomats from the U.S. Embassy to the airport, and Taliban fighters were seen inside of the presidential palace. That happened all in the span of just a few Eating hours. cookies and milk. Now, the Biden administration acknowledged that the Taliban's victory, quote, happened more quickly than they anticipated. These images have drawn comparisons ah, ah, to the U.S. Ah, evacuation ah, of Saigon in 6000 Right now, only military aircraft so now we're sending 6,000 troops back to defend an airport. The US is flying Gee, I wonder. <laughs> but like I said, we what had to give the Taliban their weapons that they needed. The over the past two decades. What's Jesus. happening to them? Well, 2,000 or so already have arrived at Fort Lee, Virginia. They got visas, but tens of thousands remain, along with family members. And one of them is an interpreter who, for his safety, will identify only as Reggie. Uh, he told us he's afraid to even leave his home in Kabul. I cannot sleep for a single minute because there is uh, always threat and uh, scaredness in my heart, sir. Not just me, because of my family, sir. My family is suffering right now. My family, my kids is telling me that bad guy is going to come in and going to kill you first dead than us. And I keep telling them, them no, there are a lot of good well, friends. See, that's that what happens America. when you work for the U.S. government. Friends, U.S. government is the most corrupt no, government on the, on the planet. Reggie, so what did you expect, buddy? Come on. Come on airport. now. Come on now. Processing visas, but just how many, we just don't know at this point. And Tom, speaking of the airport, I mean, just looking at the television screen, it looks like a mob scene there. Uh, what's happening to other Afghans who are crowding the airport right now? Is the military doing anything to help them get out? Well, the military is flying them out. A military aircraft, including the massive C-17, they're getting people out. But it's up to the State Department to, to determine who gets out. The state has a list of people, including those approved for visas and others. So, again, um, the more and more people will be showing up at the airport, clearly. But the question is, can they get on the flights? And this is where it is apparent. See, the, the thing that keeps coming up in my head right now is they said that this happened quicker than they expected. So they expected the Taliban to take over. That's why they left, so they could give them the weapons. They just did it quicker. This this is all just... <sighs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's fucking go back. Hear what they have to say. Go to Vietnam. At the very end, a lot of people just could not get out of Saigon. So there is that parallel. So we'll just have to see how many can get out in the, in the coming weeks and maybe months. NPR's Tom Bowman. Tom, thank you very much. You're welcome. While many expected chaos and renewed violence with the departure of American forces from Afghanistan, few expected the government to fall so quickly. Yeah, Afghan forces appeared to dissolve overnight. The government crumbled with barely a shot fired, and the country seemed to collapse over a weekend. How did the U.S. get it so wrong? 
NPR diplomatic correspondent Michelle Kellerman is with us now. How did the Michelle, U.S. get it so wrong? Uh, just over a month ago, the president it didn't. It happened just as they expected. Well, maybe a little quicker. But again, you can't so fucking believe that. Saying about what led up maybe this. they maybe they knew yeah, exactly I mean, that would take that be that quick. Lincoln was also uh, sounding confident that this government would survive uh, longer than this, and I think he was also taken aback by the speed of the collapse. The line from the State Department just days before all of this was that the U.S. Embassy was going to stay there to support the Afghan government, that the Taliban understood that they wouldn't have international legitimacy if they take the country by force. Well, none of that materialized all day uh, yesterday. Helicopters shuttled U.S. diplomats from the embassy to the airport in Kabul. They packed up the flag. They disposed of classified material before they shuttered what was, in recent years, one of the largest U.S. embassies. Speaking of the embassy, uh, you mentioned they're at the airport. How long are they going to continue to operate out of that airport? It's hard to say. I mean, right now the U.S. military is in control to keep these evacuation flights going, but a lot's going to depend on what sort of security arrangements can be made with whatever government comes to power in Afghanistan. And as well, we the see, Taliban is working with the U.S. government, so we can quickly. we can tell so them that we're going to do whatever the, the fuck we want and you can fuck off because that's how that shit works. The U.S. does have experience negotiating with the Taliban. Of course the they do, because they're the same. The we fund them. Pave the way for this uh, U.S. withdrawal. Um, but again, the, the, the administration keeps saying, well, they're not going to have any legitimacy if they don't, um, if they take the country by force, but also if they don't protect human rights and <laughs> women's rights. It's going to be hard uh, to, to do that, though, because other countries are dealing with the Taliban more directly. You know, think about Pakistan, think about China and Russia. Russia, by the way, negotiated security guarantees with the Taliban so it could keep its embassy open. On the topic of legitimacy, oh, Jesus what does all Christ. this now this, mean this, for the U.S. is standing around the world? This well, is all just it's, it's manufactured shit by mean, the U.S. government. years on in it's, this uh, war in <laughs> Afghanistan, it was meant to Like, this is just all just a show. We're watching to see what's going to happen. Al-Qaeda, um, but here we are again 20 years later with the Taliban now in control and the U.S.-backed president, um, Ashraf Ghani, fled and said... I... This... Uh, I, 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 and didn't I put up a fight said that I mean, he, he wanted to uh, make sure he wanted to avoid bloodshed in the streets of Kabul and the U.S. packing up its largest, one of its largest embassies is a, a, a pretty big symbol of defeat. NPR's Michelle Kellerman, thanks a lot. Thank you. Fucking Afghanistan, man. It's a fucking show. Want to let you know about a fucking amazing sponsor we have 71 degrees and cloudy they're a awesome little smoke shop down in the heart of lakewood new york or you can find them at 710 cloudycom they have all your smoking accessories everything you need to smoke they have glass they have incense they have uh, dab rigs they have dab pads they have everything Go check them out at 710andcloudy.com or at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York. Use the code word SWED10 and save 10% at checkout. Now let's get back to the show. In Haiti, the 
death toll from this weekend, 7.2 magnitude Ooh. earthquake is climbing. Right at this point, almost 1,300 people have been confirmed dead. Thousands more people are injured, and search and rescue teams are pulling people out of collapsed buildings, including churches, schools, hospitals, and prisons. NPR's Jason Bobian is in the capital, Port-au-Prince. Uh, Jason, uh, this is not the first crisis Haitians have faced this summer. So what's the latest on the recovery from this earthquake? Yeah, you know, uh, he was just emerging from the shock yeah. of the horrible presidential assassination uh, last month, and now they've got this new state of emergency. Um, while they're trying to rescue people who are trapped, uh, treat these thousands of injured, they don't even know how many people are missing, and trying to figure man. out how they're going to deal with all the people somewhere. left homeless by this quake. I was talking with Jerry Chandler. He's the head of the Office of Civil Protection for Haiti. Uh, he says the to-do list, it's vast. Well, who might have judged, the honestly? first priority right now, he's saying, is to get medical care for the Do people you, buddy. who had buildings just literally collapse on top of them. We have a lot of uh, trauma patients that are still not attended. Sure. Uh, the, a lot of the hospitals that are in the region that was affected uh, are either overrun or affected themselves structurally. You know, this is Jeremy, which is about 200 miles by road from the capital. You know, this is all being complicated because a key bridge has been damaged. There's been mudslides and debris from the quake oh. and that have completely blocked the road. Paul Clinton. They'll if help Haiti just like they did last time. What happens yeah, remember that? into this hardest hit region, but again, it's it's a challenge. Goods are being sent by boat. They collect the a lot of money for Haiti. Sort of Haiti bay really to get didn't see any of it. Stuff in helicopters. But they collect a lot of money for Haiti. From the capital, it's been complicated not just by the quake <laughs> damage, but because gang <laughs> yeah. violence had made the main road to the south of the country incredibly dangerous. The Clintons will help. <laughs> there has been what seems to be a lull post quake in gang oh, activity. Man, is... Chandler says he doesn't know if that's for humanitarian reasons, but over the weekend he was able to get a convoy of trucks through the section of road that's notorious for hijackings. The road should be possible and is possible. That being said, we're still not putting all our eggs in one basket. We are using boats, we are using the, the helicopters and the, and the airplanes uh, as much as possible. But, uh, right now we can say that the road is uh, open. Jason is on the way. I mean, you're, you're getting aid workers uh, flooding in here. Uh, we had a new search and rescue crew out of Fairfax County, Virginia. 65 members of that team just arrived. You've got medical aid groups coming in. The UN is planning to distribute food and water. But, you know, longer term, there's got to be homes rebuilt, businesses, buildings, um, and, you know, repairing hospitals that right now are, are overwhelmed just trying to, to deal with the injured. Jason, we mentioned that you're there, um, and we know that there's a storm headed your way as well. And also wondering if, if you felt any aftershocks. Yeah, there have been aftershocks, uh, and on top of that, we've got this this storm, Grace. It's gone, gone back and forth between a tropical depression and a tropical storm, but it's expected to bring heavy rains that could come right into the region where people have now been, been left homeless by, by this massive sad, rain. You know, and for Haitians, it's just one more blow. Uh, they just seem to keep coming. That's NPR's Jason Bobian in Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Oh, Jason, thank you very I, much. Stay safe. And that is the UFC for Monday, August 16th, 2021, bitches. <laughs> wow, these fuckers, man. The first two stories today... We're about Afghanistan. 
And now the government, the Afghan government has fallen. The U.S. appointed president is no longer in power. Well, that's because the U.S. funded proxy army known as the Taliban has overtaken the U.S. appointed president's office. Ha 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 ha. Ain't that some shite, yo? <laughs> it's, like I said, it's all fucking game, man. Like, we're on both sides of the fucking war. And it, it's, we're doing it to ourselves just to make fucking money. That's the only goddamn reason people die or this is going on is because fucking military contractors want to make money. They want to make money just like I want to smoke weed. It gets them high. I don't need money. Man, I got weed. <laughs> you dumbass. <laughs> but, and I got a nice one. Wah, wah, wah. But, this whole Afghan thing is just fucking ridiculous. Because like I said, it was a U.S. appointed government and it's a U.S. funded army. And they're fighting each other. I mean, come on! I think it's fucking right there to fucking see. Open your goddamn eyes. This shit should not be happening. This is fucking ridiculous. But let's gonna fuss. Let's make sure. Let's pretend it's a real thing. Let's pretend it's a real thing. These fucking people, man. I'm. <sighs> Rate, subscribe, and share. Yay! I I can't explain it any, 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 any further than what it fucking is, man. The U.S. installed president was just overtaken. By an army. Defeated by an army. But that army is supplied by the United States government. So we're just fighting ourselves, man. This is, this is bullshit. I mean, come on, man. Come on, man. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Excuse me. And the second story was about uh, Haiti and, the, and the, uh, the earthquake in Haiti. It's sad. It's very sad. I mean, if I was living in a place that was constantly struck by fucking earthquakes and shit like that, I would, for the life of me, excuse me, I would be finding a way to get me and my family the fuck out of there. Because where there's a will, there's a way. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do. And... Nothing is nothing's impossible. If you want to leave Haiti, man, you will leave fucking Haiti. But like I said, man, call the Clintons. They'll help them out. That's what they do. They raised a lot of money for Haiti last time. <laughs> oh, man, that's just... This is some crazy, nonsensical bullshit with the fucking Clintons. They got their hands and everything. It doesn't matter. You know what? Let's not even fucking go there. Because the whole... Like I said, the whole government is a fucking mess. I mean, Epstein killed himself in a prison. 
I mean, he was a witness, an eyewitness, to the biggest uh, child sex trafficking ring ever, ever, and the most notorious, but they killed him. So, now, fuck it. They, 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 have, they have no evidence. They have no fucking evidence. Man, this is... I can tell you, man, it's the, the government's a good government, huh? Fuck yeah, it is. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous if you think that. You're fucking ridiculous. Oh, okay, now now we're going to move on because this I don't want to be pissed off. <laughs> let's uh let's see what Mr. Ben Davidson has to say. What the uh, space weather is for Monday, August 16th, 2021. Good morning, Mr. Ben. Good morning, folks. We've got a number of articles on the disaster cycle today. We'll cram a climate punch in the middle. And we are starting with our star at spaceweathernews.com. We find the last day on the sun was quiet from an eruptive standpoint. The bright area on the north is developing sunspots beneath it as it turns towards the limb. Small coronal holes visible near the end. We also have a return of larger plasma filaments. This set of solar tornadoes stand four to eight Earths tall up into the corona. More coming in on the south as well, and we're back to watching for eruptions after the nice two-week break with a resting sun. Wanting to show more from the CME of that filament eruption we showed off the far side in yesterday's show, awesome curl to the plasma as it exits the corona. The solar wind is calm, minor intensification is ending and never got into intense plasma pressure range, Earth's magnetic field relatively calm this morning. Let's get right to the science where hopefully we recall the story about tiny geomagnetic wiggles in the coring from a few months ago, showing how many magnetic reversals exist in the sediment record, but they're harder to see. Today, we've got another Tiny Wiggles article. It has none of the same authors. It seems they are realizing that the regular geomagnetic events don't always show up as anything more than just a little wiggle. Looking back over time and hunting the Heinrich events associated with the half cycles, two notes. One, always great to see multiple events show up and confirm the previous readings. And two, they claim the Heinrich event number three wasn't in there, but I think if you go actually look at the data, you'd have to disagree. It's clearly there in the data, right on time, and we are about due for the next one. The next one on deck in today's news is the critical performance of system magnetic fields in creating the protoplanetary disk. It's not only excellent magnetic universe science, but it's scalable to molecular clouds and the disks of galaxies. And when the magnetic field controls, it's going to thread and ripple the disk around it. Then you've got your current sheet. And so let's take that up to galactic scales. M77, a gorgeous spiral galaxy not unlike our own, one where Sophia has scoped the magnetic fields. But today, we get a critical piece of the interior puzzle. In between the rippling current sheet and the central jet is a torus. This is by far the most amazing shot of a galactic-level torus ring I've ever seen. It's better than most of the ring features they capture around individual stars in the galaxy. The torus likely helps set the wavelength and frequency of the current sheet waves. Quick break for climate science. One of the best ways we knew the models were goofy was when they showed reforesting mid-latitudes would heat the planet, even though deforesting heated the planet, they say. One of the best climate stories of the last decade was the cloud revelations made by Porporado at Princeton. And he's back, proving again the cooling power of clouds and how forests attract clouds, which cool the area. By the way, 
Forests attract clouds electrostatically, and this was another jab to the idea that clouds trap heat and make it warmer. Not on a planet with white clouds, it doesn't. Anyway, last but not least, folks, even with 5 million subscribers, I'm sure it'd be nice to go give Juke some support, capture the upward bolts and some crazy storm flashes that once again mirror the comments coming in from all of you. I've just showed a fraction of what he got here, much more to see in his video. And let's recall, Earth is a capacitor. The energy that comes in needs to go back out. With Earth's weakening magnetic field, we are taking more cosmic rays and solar wind particles, and Earth needs to discharge those back out from the atmosphere and crustal circuits that have accumulated them. This is why we need to watch the lightning, as it should be intensifying proportionally with the loss of the planetary magnetic field strength. Folks, our book on this disaster cycle and the next one unfolding right now is down to our last 150 copies. The PDF will remain on our store, spaceweathernews.square.site, along with the PDF of our solar terrestrial physics textbook, which is sold out, and our children's books and more. But since we are in observer ranch mode, preparing for the future, it will likely be more than a year until we either restock hard copies or write a new edition. Last chance for a while to get the hard copy here. We greatly appreciate your support. We've got wind maps and shots of our star to close. Subscribe and we'll do this all again tomorrow. Right here, but right now at 6 a.m. in the new Valley of the Sun. Eyes open. No fear. Be safe, everyone. Hey there fellow Jesterians, I'm just here enjoying my brand new tabletop vaping unit that I got from To The Cloud Vapor Store. Vaping your weed is the best way to consume your cannabis, in my opinion. If you feel the same way, make sure you go check out ToTheCloudVaporStore.com. Check out all the toys they have there, it's an awesome site. Make sure at the checkout you use the code word JESTER. Save 15% on your entire order. However, there are some caveats. This will not work on the Peak Pro, the new PAX 3, or Cloud Evo. Same goes if the item is already on sale. But other than that, use the word Jester at checkout. Save 15%. That's J-E-S-T-E-R. All caps. Man, now let's get back to the show. Love it. Love it. Good shit, Mr. Ben. Careful. Careful. Good shit, man. Remember to subscribe to Suspicious Observers on YouTube so you can get full impact of of his videos. Like, today it was the, uh, the lightning, man. That was an awesome video. You should subscribe so you can see it. Wink, wink. Ha, 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 ha. I'm looking forward to life, man. Life is great. Because now it is time for... Shout out, boodoop, shout out, boodoop, to the Good News Network. For the quote of the day. Don't live down to expectations. Go out there and do something remarkable. Make them fucking talk about you, man. Show them that you're alive. Show them that you can do. Show them what you can do. Just go out there and get it done. Make it happen. 
Your life will be better for it, man. Come on. Come on. Surpass what's expected of you. Do everything to the best of your ability. So be a better version of yourself. Smoke weed every day and make shit happen.